Yes, sir. We're gonna pop bottles in this motherfucker. Cliff is here. What's popping, y'all? Um, you said you got surgery. Surgery you what? Though? You said um, you nervous? Yeah, I got a little lipo. I'm getting so in a dr. Break that down for me. What the fuck is that? Lipo is like in your stomach. Like you know, they 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 suction the fat out. Um, I lost in the last year. I lost about like sixty to seventy pounds. So I probably am gonna have to do like a little mini tummy tuck because you know when you lose a lot of weight, you get like little extra skin. Um. That's all about what I'm doing, though. So you lost the weight, like, mm -hmm. um, organically? Mm -hmm. how, how was that? It was a, a big lifestyle change. Um, well, I didn't I didn't really do it by myself. I did do something. Um, like what? Talk to me. Come on, man. So a lot of people don't know. This is, like, the first time I'm talking about this. Thank but, you. But I did, do, <laughs> I did do something called a VSG surgery, and that is basically where they cut your stomach in half. Okay. So, like, I can't eat. Like, I'm not really supposed to eat over two ounces. Um, and I got it done in September. And I went from being 253 pounds to now 170. I'm like 175 pounds now. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, so either way, you get it done. Um, yeah, I got it done. What's the name of the surgery? What is VSG. It? VSG. Yeah. What type of, like, is that? Um, it's like a gastric surgery almost. Um I don't know. It, it just, it, I, I know it, I can't it. eat like that. Yeah. I Google it. You say you can't eat more than two ounces? Yeah. Like, I, I have, like, literally, if I go to McDonald's and I order, like, some chicken nuggets, I could probably eat one chicken nugget and maybe, like, two or three French fries. Damn. And then in, like, two or three hours, I'm back hungry. How was that? It's terrible. I'm not going to lie. Like, and I'm glad that I kind of waited to tell on this podcast. But a lot of my followers is like, now, I ain't going to lie. Before I did do the VSG, I was doing some diet pills by Dream Body Studio and they really did help. But I noticed like once I was able things, mm -hmm. once I was able to kind of start back eating and like I started pigging out, it's like the weight would come back. It would double Instantly. up. It would just always double up. And I, I just feel like when it came to food, I never could really control myself. So the VSG basically has helped me maintain it. It's helped me just, you know, and I feel a lot better. Like imagine just like going to different stores, you know, Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, and you know, you wanting to get into some jeans or some, you know, just all different types of clothes, and you can't fit them. It's so, up and it's stuck now. Yeah, it's so up. now, now I'm, I'm, I can fit it. So the thing is, though, cause mm -hmm. like you know, niggas in Atlanta, you from up north, mm -hmm. I from up north, niggas like to eat, and yeah. I mean, you can't eat that much right now, like it, right. It, but you say it's worth it, cause it's definitely worth it, and I, I know how to cook really good, so it's like. It's I ain't gonna lie. It's it's like a mental thing. Like especially like while I'm cooking, I'm like damn. Like I'm cooking food for my boyfriend or my friends. I'm like damn. I know this shit's about to be good. Then I eat one bite. Now I'm full. Damn. It's it's a mental thing. But I feel like ultimately I would rather be slim than to enjoy food and just get bigger mm. and bigger. It's like, worth I really it. feel like I had an eating. Cons. Yeah, I feel like I had an eating disorder. Like I just always was hungry. I think that's everybody. Like what? Mm -mm. Like everybody love to eat, especially in Atlanta. They got so much good food, places to go. Mm -mm. Like it, it was different. Like every, every maybe couple hours, I was going to cook out McDonald's, Burger King, oh, and I'm like that. Yeah, and it was terrible. It was, it was terrible. I'm judging you. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was very disgusting. And then like I didn't want to work out. Mm. Um, and then like when I started getting big, I started to really like. I started trying to wear stuff to hide it, like bigger shirts, um, 
you know, just stuff to kind of camouflage it. But you can always tell all in my face. So VSG has helped me a Don't thousand feel bad, percent. Man. I ain't gonna lie. So I started wearing bigger shirts because of that too. I'm dead. I'm gonna keep it on it. Can we be honest? Like yeah. sometimes I'm judging you, nigga. I do the same shit. Like. When I was younger, I was fit like a motherfucker. Yeah. Now I be grubbing out and I don't work out that much. Right. And I'm like, nah, I need my shirt. Like, yeah. Big, for real, for and real. you know, the older you get, the more the weight sticks on. Facts. You. And it's yeah. harder to get. It's in harder the gym. to get rid of it. Man, fuck these niggas. But look, niggas yeah. gotta get it done. Yeah. So you from Jersey, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you doing this music thing, mm-hmm. and we gonna go all over the place because I just right. wanna we gonna, we gonna talk about music. We are gonna talk about a lot of other things, right? Okay. How much of you would say your, your style, your music, your music style, is influenced by Jersey? So first, my motto is "Gorgeous Gangster," right? Mm-hmm. And that's my motto because I feel like up north we are like natural gangsters. Like we are very hard. We're very aggressive. We're very like, you know, straight to the point. <laughs> Whether like down south, they're very like. Well, I'm not gonna lie because they definitely are ruthless out here as well, but. They have more of a Southern hospitality. Mm. So, and I feel like my dad, I get the whole gorgeous gangster thing from my dad because back in the day, my dad was like one of the biggest drug dealers. He is still to this day like an OG. Like he's really like into the streets very actively. Um, so um, I just feel like from me being raised around that, like that Jersey hardcore type of like environment um i just feel like it rubbed off on me like i'm really not the typical gay boy like like a lot of shit doesn't bother me i'm really straightforward i'm very blunt like i don't you know how like when people be like oh well how do you feel about little boozy like i don't care little boozy is not talking to me he's not talking about me i don't care you know (laughs) so i feel like that whole just up north i feel like we we kind of have to it's like we have to be kind of like Blunt and straightforward. You can't be sensitive, and it's we don't mean no harm. Even when you come here, I'm like, "Fuck you, man." I'm saying all type of crazy, yeah. but it's like I'm not talking like I'm not just you know right. the, you can feel the love that makes yeah. sense, right? So, um, I definitely would say that. But what about the music though? Like, cause you know, is this the this long debate that I'm pretty sure you know about this Baltimore club, Jersey club, who started right. first? But even in that, and even in that that aspect, I see a lot of like artists coming from Baltimore trying to incorporate their music into into the mm-hmm. club sound. Are you influenced by any club music or anything? Nah. I'm not really influenced by the club scene. Now I do know back in the day, like I used to do like the whole Baltimore club music, the Wu Tang and the, you know, the sexy walking and all that. But I, you know, as you get older, you don't really do that type of shit no more. But one thing I will say is when I do hear that music. Sometimes it do make you want to dance, but as far as incorporating it in my music, not really. Um, it's just more so the mentality is what I incorporate in the music. It's crazy because um, you say that, and I kind of like knew that because I listened to a couple songs, mm-hmm. and you've been doing this for a minute, rapping. Uh, well, just being lit, yeah. In general, like yeah. I feel like you, like you crawled for a lot of people to walk, yeah. And I'm glad you said. I want to. No, so, so, and this is why I say, bear with me and mm-hmm. to, the, to the audience. I need y'all bear with me too because we're gonna talk about music. But it's so it, it don't start there, right? It doesn't. And, and I'm sorry, you're saying it's like it's hard to be like I can't force that. Right. I want to, but I can't. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this first. Okay. Um, the first thing that popped out to me mm-hmm. when so somebody sent you the rap on app. Shout out to them. They, they from the DMV too. Mm-hmm. Like you should you should interview uh, him because. Uh, it would be controversial or some shit like that. Right. And I read the caption and it kept saying like using the pronoun him. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people do that. I think even see you do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I didn't understand because usually I would think you would want to be a girl called by a girl. Like, mm-hmm. talk to me. I don't. So, okay. I'm glad we're doing this podcast because I feel like, you know, over the years, a lot about me has changed. Like, you know, back in 2019, I had a show with BET and I made this big statement. I was like, you know, I don't want to be a girl. I'm a guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. So for the record, I feel like until, and this is just my opinion, Mm -hmm. until I come out with breast or until I say, hey, I'm doing hormones, I'm now trying to become a woman Mm. or... You know, because I, I really don't know if this is a phase. Like, I really don't know. I may end up going back to wearing a mohawk, which I feel 100,000%. I never will. But when you're young and you're learning yourself and you're just like, you know, because you got to remember, like, this really isn't normal. It's not normal for a guy to wear hair and makeup and, you know, I'm not on no hormones. I'm not, you know, getting brass. Like, yeah, I might have a, a feminine body. It's It's so weird. But I feel like... I don't want to label myself. I just mm. want to be he. You, who you Yeah, are. I want to be who I am. And I just feel like I'm Cliff. You know, until I say otherwise, then we're going to roll with that. But as of right now, it's Cliff, it's he, and that's just all. It's, and I say that popped out to me because, like, you know, as a journalist or somebody that do conduct interviews, I try to be respectful as possible. So, mm-hmm. like, when I see it, you know, I know what happens is somebody come out gay or say they're trans or they want to be referred right. by she in right. the world what happens is they're just they're so ignorant to it yeah. that they want to call you a guy because right. they know right? right and i didn't know if that was it and people were just intentionally not saying it but then i started right. doing more research and i'm like oh no this is what you go by and yeah. i was just wondering mm-hmm. wow um another thing that i saw was uh you, you mentioned your pops mm-hmm. earlier whatever he was like he was r- real big in the streets mm-hmm. you wasn't accepted by your pops yeah in the beginning i wasn't in the, oh so when did that change um, I feel like it. It really, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it took the world to support me, and you know, I feel like where I'm from in Jersey is is Penns Grove, and it's like a very very small town. We don't really have we don't have no celebrities there. It's like a town of like poverty. There's nobody there that's like me. I mean, there is, but. And not even physically. I'm talking about, like, star Yeah, power. like, you know, and you have to remember, like, when you have somebody and take away their sexuality, when you have somebody who is so talented, I'm not even talking about musically because I feel like musically I haven't even all the way tapped in yet. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it came down to being a hairstylist and you have somebody who is so young and so talented and know what they want out of life, mm. I feel like you have no other option but to respect it. And I feel like it took my father to see that within me. Like, it, like wow, my, my son is really out here doing some big things and he's only 18. Wow. You know, so after a while, I feel like, and then I'm grown, you know. So I feel like after a while, he began to respect it. Like, I, you know, uh, last year was my first time being around my father wearing hair, makeup. You know, I have like a big butt. I have this body and I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what my, but he was so respectful. Like he didn't make me feel uncomfortable. And I feel like that's the biggest thing is just making sure that as a a father or a parent, your child is comfortable. You know, it's to the point where like my boyfriend is also super thorough. Like I don't even really like guys who act feminine and gay I feel like there should be one me personally I feel like there should be one feminine and one masculine my boyfriend is super masculine he's into like guns and dirt bikes he's like really and my dad and him they click like this like my dad calls him on his own you know so I just feel like it's a respect thing and I feel like once people get 
the whole gay, the all that out of their minds, they'll understand that like literally being a gay person, like you're human. You're you're like I like I bleed how you person, bleed. Yeah, yeah exactly. like I fight how you fight. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it literally but, has but, but it, I mean you fight like how I fight. But if I get my ass whooped by you or a straight man get it, it's yeah, gonna be it's bad. Yeah, it, no, but it, it's happened so many times. Like people, a lot of men feel like, oh, he wear a wig. Oh, he likes men. Mm-mm. He can't fight. This is what they feel. They, they feel like this. Who, and I, who think that? A lot of men. Like I remember one time. It's been a couple times. Like I've had to get with some of my friends' boyfriends and shit. Like. I just don't play disrespect. I don't care who you are. Like, I'm probably, like, no shade. I'm probably more gangster than you are. Like, so you meaning, like, are. I, like I'm like i in traffic arguing with people. I'll pull my gun, and I have to stop doing that. But I, I will. That's just how I am. You know, but Let me hide my shit. Make sure my I'm shit. dead. Let me make sure my shit close. I'm dead. Niggas, I put my strap out. Fuck yeah, that. you know. So, so it's just like, I just feel like when it comes down to respecting i feel like that's deserved i feel like respect any respect is due to a dog anybody and i i just love the fact that now my father respects it mm. and he's appreciative i mean he's accepting to so, it so i always try to play like devil's advocate or the other side of the gate right mm-hmm. and you know in preparing for this interview I, I try to like you know just look at a lot of other people's styles right and I was watching the um, Dwayne Wade interview with uh, I Am Athlete because he did an interview talking about his his son, mm-hmm. who they call their daughter now because that's what she want to be called. Right. And the things he was saying on the interview was basically like, you know, I guess she was watching something and somebody was gay or whatever and he was putting them out. Mm-hmm. And he was putting them out because they was gay. Same with, I think, uh, Saucy Santana had a, a similar situation where mm-hmm. his mother was like, um, start throwing all his clothes away and stuff right. like that because like, if you're going to be grown, you, you can't be grown under my roof. Right. And it's weird because that's an experience that I experienced with my parents. Like, my mom, mamas are always like, I'm going to love you, but if you ever be gay, you never want to stay under my roof. So as I became an adult, I used to always say, you know, I don't have no problem with gay people or, right. or people that um, call themselves gay. But if my, my child was gay, I would love him, but they just couldn't live with me because that's all I saw. Right. I say that to say, full circle. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe your father just didn't know how to accept it because of the generation before him. Maybe yeah. he didn't come accepting you because of the world accepting you. Maybe he just didn't know how to. And and I'm not gonna lie, like I remember growing up and I remember hearing him and my mom him and my mom have a conversation. And I remember like this is you know, every child around the age of fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, they start developing a mouth and mm-hmm. they start getting into this mentality like where they can beat the world and ain't nobody gonna talk to them crazy. And I remember I used to have like little mannequins and doll babe not doll babe, mannequins, and I would hide them under my bed. And every week when I got an allowance, I would go on Amazon and I would order these mannequins and it just seemed like every month while I'm at school, why is my dad doing a deep clean in my room? And why mm-hmm. is he going under my bed and throwing my mannequins away? And I remember one day I came home and I did these fire ass braids on this mannequin. And I noticed the mannequin wasn't under the bed no more. Oh, well, all hell broke loose. At this point, like that was a masterpiece I created and you threw it away. And I remember me and him got into it. And I remember him going in the room and telling my mom, I'm not raising no faggot. If I wanted to have a girl, I would have had a girl. But I also have three sisters. Mm. So it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like people don't really think. Like, and I'm not going to lie. I feel like I was born this way. Like, I don't feel like this is something that somebody can make you or, you know, as a child, I seen. Like, I never was a child that got touched or anything or around people like that. I just knew what I came out the womb 
like I knew what I wanted. Not 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 like that. Meaning like I know I didn't I wasn't attracted to no girl. You know, as, as a as a, a child, as a um an infant growing up as a child, I looked at girls and women as Barbie dolls. I looked at them like I wanted to play in their hair. What y'all call it? Muse, a muse or no? Is that what it's called? A muse? Um, um, a muse is like a model. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you I looked at them like somebody. Yeah, like I did. Like on. I used to go up to girls and just like play in their hair and stuff. And I remember like, you know, whether if it was my sisters or my like grandma's friends, yeah, but like you going to be my boyfriend. And I'll be looking at them like you too big. <laughs> like, you know, knowing deep down inside, hell no. Hell mm. no, I ain't gonna be a boyfriend. Wait, so did you ever have an experience with a girl? I kissed a girl. That's it. Mm. That's it. So, I say all this to say, um, we was talking about how, like, before we was like, you had to cross, so so many people gonna walk. Mm-hmm. You always knowing this, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just acting around, you was lit at a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, kind of how it would be the equivalent. <laughs> And I ain't trying to be disrespectful, but I'm sorry. It would be the equivalent to how, like, our superstars had to grow up. Like, Bow Wow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Lil' Romeo. And I say these people because it was like, once they became adults, we wasn't able to accept them because we, we we kept, Looking we only saw them as ch- children. Mm-hmm. As far as your business, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it was, you was at a disadvantage being lit so early? No. So you think you still get the same respect? Of course. Mm. And I'm not settling for nothing underneath. So when I say respect, I mean, do you think people still look at you the same when they was looking? How you when you were seventeen? No, I, I I don't think so. That's and what I, I'm and I say this because, you know, I stopped doing hair in 2017, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, Cliff fell off. Oh, he no." Just because, like, you should be happy that I was in a position to be able to say. I'm not doing hair no more. I'm not taking no more clients. I'm moving on to something else. And I did that because you have to remember, I toured all across the world with different artists. I taught classes all around the world. I did clients in every single city. I I literally was doing all of this stuff when I was 16. I was 16 years old in high school having a full roster of celebrity clients. And I had a talent that was undeniable. Mm-hmm. Once you get to a certain point when you're running laps around people, it is not fun no more. Mm. It's super boring. And it's like, I was bored. And I like to be uncomfortable. I like to have, like, something to work towards. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like music was, like, the next thing, in my opinion, because I knew nothing about it. Um, I knew how to rhyme. I knew how to sometimes. I, I'm a really good writer. I feel like I can speak very well. But when it came down to music, I felt like that was an industry that I really always was interested in. And I wanted to be uncomfortable. So do you ever look back and say, damn, man, I wish I would have went about it another way? Because you still could have no, made music. If, if, if I want to get back in this hair game right now, today, like if I left here and said, I'm going to rap and I'm going to do hair, it would be over for everybody. So let me ask you why. Because I feel like, and you could take, because I'm a stranger. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, I didn't know nothing about, like, you know, like the right. hair, how lit you was. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a completely stranger. All this is just from research that I've done. Mm-hmm. And from when, I, when I'm asking, right, I like got one. I'm glad you said it first because, like, I, I guess one person was like, Cliff was like a superstar, mm-hmm. young, right. like way before everybody, for mm-hmm. real. But, like, I don't know. He just fell off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, by you saying it, I know it, you hear it. You right. know, you don't never, like, that don't never hurt your feelings. You never think about, like, damn, what if? Um, it does sometimes, but I'm not going to lie. Like I have a a bigger vision for myself. And right now I'm kind of like reinventing myself a little bit. 
Um, that's like if Nicki Minaj was to say today, like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to rap no more. I'm going to be a doctor. Mm. Of course, people are going to say she fell off because they're used to her for one thing, and mm-hmm. that's music. However, right now, I'm doing my groundwork, and I'm trying to implant it in people's heads. Like, listen, I'm going to be an artist now. I don't care how you feel. I'm going to be an artist. And eventually, I know... Because anything I say I'm going to do, I do it. Like, I remember being 16, standing in front of my cosmetology class and telling them, I'm going to be a big celebrity hairstylist. And everybody laughed. Mm. Everybody was like, boy, go ahead, whatever. And look what happened. I remember seeing I was going to have my own TV show. Everybody, okay, whatever, Cliff. Boom, BET. What happened? <laughs> BET. So music is not an overnight thing. You know, and you have to stay down until you come up. And when my come up comes... It's, so, it's just going to be like a win-win because people already know me for hair back in the day. Now it's just going to amplify it. So you want to talk about music. I know that, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's have a real conversation. Okay. You've been doing music. You ain't just start music. Yeah, like 2018. I mean, that's not yes, that's not just yesterday, though. But I feel like I haven't fully like tapped into it yet. So you're telling me you want me as a consumer, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we set the stage so you know we just we just okay. vibing. We rapping. If, if I'm a consumer, mm-hmm. right, and I wanna, you want me to take your music serious, mm-hmm. but you've been rapping for 2018. How many how many projects you, you put out? Since I haven't since? put out a project yet. You ain't put out a project yet. How mm-hmm. many? Uh, so I, if we look if we look on um, iTunes, I think you dropped one song just recently, right? Mm-hmm. In like um, April. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is like 2021. Mm-hmm. But you telling me you want me to take you serious as an artist? Mm-hmm. How? Because I feel like I have talent and. When it come, and I know this is something I'm working with as far as being consistent. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my new team that I just got. Shout out to the gang. Yes. However, I feel like a lot of it lacked within me having so many things going on. Because mm-hmm. outside of being an artist, I am I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a business. I have a lifestyle to maintain. So I I don't have nobody putting money behind me. I don't have you know a lot of these artists who are getting signed, who you know are established. They have somebody. Who is putting money behind them? I have rent to pay. I have a car note. That's the fucking price of my rent. I have employees to pay. Like I have so much I have going on. So music doesn't pay me. And I have to do what pays me and then do my music. But however, I feel like this is gonna be the year. And remember this. This is gonna be I'm the year remember. that I'm gonna be super consistent and I'm just gonna So it was a time where you was doing hair. Mm-hmm. And Guess how many days of the week you was doing hair? You know, every fucking day. Yes, every I day. Mean, my bad. Now you good. You can okay. guess. It's good. You was doing hair every single day. Mm-hmm. And you became Cliff. But wait, don't get it screwed. I'm in the studio at least three or four times a week. Okay. I just don't put it out. But that don't. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I I can care less about you being in the studio. Right. No. Three, no. Two times, three, but guess what? I feel like as an artist, like, and this is another thing, right? Like, let's not act like I was. I I I started rapping in 2018, and I just like was like, okay, single here, single there. I don't want them. To, no, I as an artist, I have you have to study your craft. Mm-hmm. I like every day for months. I write. I watched. Um, what was it with Big Tigger on BET? Uh, Big Tigger in the basement, the rap city in the basement. Yeah, I, I, oh my God, I studied that because I wanted to improve my bars. I did artist development for literally mm. like two years straight. Damn. So as an artist, and this is where a lot of artists get it misconstrued. They they come out with a song, and it might go viral, but they have no star power. They know nothing about hip hop. You know, 
they know nothing about the history. They don't like I study people like Foxy Brown, mm. Little Kim. I study their era. I study how like they they act in their videos, like their demeanor. All of that stuff matters as an artist. And I feel like, you know, once I'm ready, which I'm ready now, but for a while I felt like I wasn't ready. I felt like there was a lot more I felt like I wanted to know about music because it's not like hair. I went to school for hair. I'm teaching myself everything as far as rhyming, as far as like punchlines, metaphor. I'm doing this myself. So it's like I have to take time myself and really understand it and really get down to the get down before I really just start throwing stuff out. How do you think the feedback is so far for your music? I feel like, you know, the last couple, like the last 2021 and 2022, they're fucking with it. They fucking with it? Yeah. I say that because when I listen to the music, you know, um, it's so easy to be judgmental, mm-hmm. right? Like it's um, it's easy to judge a book by its cover. When I listen to it, I actually think you can rap. Mm-hmm. But I was curious to ask you this. Like, do you think that's the do you think that's part of the problem because like you hear these music because you ain't the only one that's doing this like of course we got saucy santana mm-hmm. um i don't know if roland ray made it i don't know it's so many people in the lgbtq community that's making music so we can't we can't really let the head that be a cl- crush now because it's, right. it's 2022 at this point right but when you hear the music that santana is making right it's like it's all about it's like it's really speaking from the girl perspective like twerking and, and walking and all that mm-hmm. and you are speaking from a girl perspective but you're really rapping though right. like you're rapping mm-hmm. and it can I don't know like I just really feel like it's me. my consistency I really do okay this year y'all gonna see me be so consistent like this I'm gonna make sure that the remainder of the year I'm gonna I, I just really feel like it's my consistency I feel like as long as I can stay consistent and not even with being consistent because I'm not gonna lie for a while I didn't have a team I didn't have no like I didn't have people behind me like even on days that I woke up and said you know what I don't want to be a fucking rapper no more mm. guess what you, you I gotta stop. motivate myself yeah. I don't have nobody behind me like Damn. Cliff ain't no quitting ain't no like no or when I gotta like cause I not only am I paying my bills I'm paying my mom's bills I'm paying my grandma so you know I have shit I like I'm I'm working towards like I, it's not just a one man you know it's not like somebody, a label just signed me and I got millions. No, I have to work for what I want. Mm-hmm. And if the money isn't rolling in, like I care about my, like no shade, I care about my money more than I care about somebody taking me serious with music. Mm-hmm. I used to. Now I'll go broke for the music. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like it's not, like all you have to do is be consistent. And I feel like that's my problem. Do you feel like you you need like one of those party songs? You feel like pressure from that? Because I feel like the music I hear is not party for me. I, like, I'm hearing rap. I just feel like I'm still kind of figuring out my sound. I don't know if I want to go more pop. I don't know if I want to go more, like, trap. I like, But me personally, I feel like with how I rap and how rough I am, I don't really feel like that's my style. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think so either, but that's yeah. why. But it could be that and, could and, be a and harder I'm not going to lie, like, my manager could tell you, she says that I... In the past, I've dropped all the wrong songs. Like, if you listen to my catalog of music, like the other day we sat down and we it's listened all to literally, shit. it's gangster shit. It's like shit like <laughs> it's that. All shit. Like, you'll be like, okay. And I feel like the stuff I try to put out is like twerky. And that's not me. Mm. I like, I mean, it's me. That's I like that music, but that's not my sound. That's not what's going to gravitate the people. Like the shit you did with uh, Saucy Santana. Yeah, like that's not my sound. You could tell. 
But I, I feel like I did it because I'm like, I got Santana on the track. Like, let's, like, do it big. You know, but, I, I mean, I, I did the best I could. Shit. It's, all, it's all good. Yeah. I feel like what people don't understand, let's not get it fucked up. Let's not get it fucked up. Mm-hmm. I understand and I empathize with, like, you taking care of your parents. Like, if you, if God forbid, if it, if it stopped today, you're right. a legend. Like, you did a lot of shit. Let's not get it. Like, I don't even want to seem like I'm coming off right. saying any other thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm just speaking of towards the creative art of it people you know how they say so what you going through that right you keep working you get what i'm trying right. to say that's all i'm speaking towards right um speaking about this like so it's like you got to re- reinvent yourself mm-hmm. going back to the hair do you feel like when you when you made the change of like because you was dressing like a boy at once mm-hmm. like you was cliff mm-hmm. guy you had mohawk things like right. that and then you was like no nah, i want to do this mm-hmm. did you you didn't you didn't really prepare your audience for that do you think I don't feel like I need to you ain't need to but do you think that impacted the people no, that supported you no you don't think so I, I mean I feel like we had like no shade to women I love women but I feel like you have some women who are just like they see a boy the boy has hair and makeup on his his glam is together he's dressing good you know they might feel like their men might like look at me you know or something <laughs> and they're instantly like hating okay, okay. you know and I feel like a lot of my followers was like that. A lot of my women were like that. But, I, like, when people, like, actually get to meet me, I'm so sweet. I don't be on that type of time. I'm very uplifting. But I just say that to say this. Like, and remember this interview. Anybody that's watching, remember this interview. This is going to be the year that y'all see a lot of changes within me and my brand. Just me as like a total powerhouse name like not only do i want to be an artist but i want to have like big brand deals with like mac and maybelline and you know i just want to really and i and i want to tap into my community like i want to really because you know my community is very we're very misunderstood you know what i'm saying i feel like 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 me and you were just talking about how you was like oh you know, I, like, I don't know. I didn't know if you wanted to be like a girl. You know, a lot of us are very misunderstood. So I just want to be like that voice for my community. But I also want to be musically where I want to be. And I commend that. And what I'm saying, I, like, when I hear you speak, I feel like it's almost like, how can I put it? Like, you're too down to earth. Right? Because I feel like when I'm, I'm listening to you, mm-hmm. you sound like me. But in all respect, like, you're not me. Like, you're like the goat in what you do I, I'm dope at what I do don't get it fucked up but right. like, I'm just giving you respect right and I, it sounds like you want an understanding from people who, I don't want no oh. fuck them but yeah, like when I'm hearing you right when I'm mm-hmm. hearing you just, just it's like well I ain't gonna lie though cause when I used to be a hairstylist I used to be a snob I'm, mm, I used to be okay. a fucking snob and this is me at a young age just feeling myself like and I'm not gonna lie I feel like I turned a lot of people off like mm people and and not even being a snob but like if i see somebody at the hair show and they're like clip they're coming up to me they're crying they're like oh my god right and i'm like hey yeah right. okay <laughs> get her away from me okay you know but it, it just was because i was so young i wasn't used to that right but now i just feel like the best way to do things is to stay humble be a mm-hmm. humble beast and that's what i want to be a humble beast like i don't care how far i go i want to maintain and be the same humble genuine hearted person that i always have been right and i don't ever want to f- change it i want to get back to the switch right when i say the switch the switch from like cliff the guy that we see to cliff mm-hmm. with the went dressing like a girl or makeup and things like that mm-hmm. right i and you say you don't think that it 
caught people by surprise or like you didn't care? I mean, it was it was a slow transition. It was like okay. I was wearing the hair one minute and I would go back to the mohawk. Like it was like I would put my foot in and then take it, it out. It was one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Then like after a while, I just said, fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was asking that because like we keep saying this fucking round might be the title of the interview. You had to cross over so many people can walk. And I feel like right. when you made that transition, it might was uncomfortable for your audience. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know how to take it because one thing about humans is like we hate different. Right. Yeah. I feel like you was probably one of the first to do that. And then you were so lit. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But now anybody can do it now and it's like, yeah. they praise them. Yeah. Do you ever think, of, do you ever look at your peers and be like, damn, like these motherfuckers got lucky because I wasn't so lucky when no, I. No, because you know? I don't, I, I feel like what's meant for me is meant for me. What's meant for anybody else is meant for them. Like that's like Nikki. Nikki has crawled so so many can run. Mm. Same thing with me. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. It's not my responsibility to school you on what I've done, mm. how I've impacted this industry. It's not my response. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the people who know, they know the people who don't. You'll just still try to figure it out. <laughs> I say that because we are human, though. So yeah. we have our moments when we in the house and, like, you get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I want to talk to. Because I, I, when I talk to people, I always try to dig deeper in, into those conversations. Like, how do you feel when nobody around, when you're in, when you're in a room by yourself? I feel good as fuck. Okay. I lost all this weight. Like, what I'm, what I'm, I, I, I get money every day. This is true. I ain't counting nobody else's pockets. You know, I feel good. But you are trying to reinvent yourself. I am. Again, I think. Right, with the so music. wait, you feel like because I'm trying to reinvent myself, do you feel like I'm like depressed or something? Fuck no, I don't. Hell no, like <laughs> no, nah, like ain't should to be depressed about. I just can. I'm trying to imagine being super lit in something, mm-hmm. right, and then trying to reach for a different goal, kind of like Kanye West, right? Like, Kanye West is Kanye West and making beats, right? right. So that's why I would never, I would never like uh, doubt you because I've seen it. Kanye West is one of my favorite people, right? So like I say, like. Kanye West is a, a superstar in making beats. Right. But he was like, I want to rap, and niggas ain't take him serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to pick your mind and understand, like, how do you feel of, like, being so dope in some some areas, and you trying to show people, you trying to prove people that I can rap, I'm a rap, I'm a rapper, take me serious. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's taking time, I guess. It's not it's not right. the same clip that was doing hair. Right. That's why I'm trying to understand how you feel about that. Like, what, when you're in a house, and you see these people, your peers, that mm-hmm. that that had similar routes than you, you get know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I, I see it, and I'm just doing it, uh, two hours worth of research. research so well, like, I'm I not see gonna it. lie, like, and I feel like I don't know if it's this barely. <laughs> <laughs> like, be real. That's but what I, I feel want. like you a lot, a lot of people know. Take some more. I feel like a lot of people have had platforms. I feel like, um, whether if it's been like a TV show, whether if it's been like a, you know, people like that are lit that they hang around. I feel like I've always grinded on my own mm. i'm like literally self-made nobody can say they made me nobody can say like oh i put cliff like literally cliff put cliff on Facts. so i don't even remember what you just asked me <laughs> like, i think this, i understand <laughs> what you're saying though so sometimes people might get um endorsements by but wait this this is why i would never be upset never be sad right if music doesn't work out I swear to God, I can make a post right now while we in this office. And I can say, back taking appointments. Do you know how much money I would get? I believe you. Like, do you know, like, now I wouldn't be um, washed up or whatever they be saying. You know, now I would be back to go. Oh, my God. So I'm not worried about anything because they're going to fall on a bandwagon eventually with my music. Okay. So I think you're comfortable because, like, you already know, like, bro, if I wanted to. Yeah. 
No, that's like real shit. Okay. Like it's just right now. Let me be an artist and let me do the groundwork and let me show y'all why. Like as a hairstylist, when I was sixteen, I ain't gonna lie, it was hard because I had so many older stylists like trying to compete with me, argue with me, beef with me, putting their business cards in front of my shop, like you know, creating a beef in me being so young. I'm ready to get shit cracking. I'm mm. ready to fight. I'm ready, you know, and people used to tell me like, Cliff, you can't do that. Just let it show in your work. So as an artist, I want to, I don't, I don't want sympathy. I don't want people, oh, well, let's go listen to Cliff music because whatever he's seen. I want people to actually see like this motherfucker is grinding. Yeah. This motherfucker is really hustling and he really deserves to be wherever he's trying to be. I fuck with that. That's and I can, I can, I can actually um, hear the growth because I think you did an interview uh two years ago maybe three years ago and you were saying like that was one of the things that you was um working towards and that was like not not really taking what everybody say so personal or yeah. something like like being famous i guess because i yeah. think that's hard like people don't understand like people are famous they still regular people mm -hmm. so you say something to me that's disrespectful i'm still trying to but you still got a slow yeah. bit of snap being you think so it sounds like it because you're like niggas ain't about to niggas ain't gonna disrespect me no they're not <laughs> but what's disrespect to you what was this about anything i feel like is disrespect if you um nigga said anything niggas is crazy. no not What's saying it like anything that but I, i'm like, just saying like anything I feel like. like anytime i feel like something is out of context and mm -hmm. it's like who the fuck are you talking like that's when i feel disrespect like or like people be thinking they disrespecting me when they be like oh he she ooh, i'm sorry i'm like that i don't care about that right. because i know a lot of people looking at me or like you know looking at what I have going on, a lot of people don't know how to, um, you know, like take how it. to cope with that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, it. I don't be feeling disrespect with that. Okay. So what's, what is something that like, I guess if somebody comment under your picture, some wild shit, is that disrespect? Yeah. Um, and sometimes I really do be arguing back with them and it's just like, and then I be having my boyfriend getting on me like, what, what you crazy. doing? What are you doing? Why are you arguing with them? Like block them. Facts, like I'm just thinking. So, do you think you have a? Do you think it's hard to be like famous? Because if you think if you arguing with somebody in your comments, I mean that's like. I mean, I will say being an influencer, being in the limelight, sometimes having you know like followers and stuff. I feel like a lot of people feel like you owe them something. Mm. A lot of people feel like you owe them validation. Like, first of all, let me just say this: this is probably why you feel like I'm so humble. I don't need validation to know, like, who I am and what I do. I don't need a crowd. I don't need a posse. I'm a one-man show. Like, I, I know what I'm capable of. And another thing, a lot of these, like, rappers and people who have shit going on, they don't have no talent. Mm. Like, meaning, like, outside of rapping, what the fuck can you do? Like, who don't have talent since you, since I'm, you said I, I don't know who. Like, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> You know, like it's like what what can you do I'm outside? You. It's it's no, it's seriously. It's like what can you do outside of being a, an influencer or a rapper or whatever? What can you do? What 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 do you have to show for? If the rapping is dead today or tomorrow, what can you do? So, this is true, and I see the talent for sure. Let's talk about this though. Oh my god, <laughs> for real, bro. Listen, you didn't work with people. Mm -hmm. You didn't work with people before people became who they were. Before people became people. Mm -hmm. And you, I hear you say you self-made, you you doing all, you, you did everything by yourself, mm -hmm. and it's other people that might have got cosigns and that helped their career. Mm -hmm. But you're in a position where you can get a cosign from a couple people. I don't want a cosign. 
Mm. I don't want people to look at me and say, oh, only reason why he on is because I don't want that. So. Because I feel like you don't last long like that. Oh, hold up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You ain't about to just say that on this platform. Let, 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 let me challenge you respectfully. Yeah, take your sip. Respectfully. <laughs> we got some niggas that's giving Grammys on Instagram. Like, we didn't seen Drake post Kodak Black, and Kodak Black is still probably one of the hottest niggas out right now. We didn't seen people like, you know, like just endorse but I, somebody. But I feel like Instagram and social media isn't as authentic as it was in 2015, 2016. Okay. I feel like now you got the actual fans thinking that they're fucking celebrities and they're just talking <laughs> out the side of their asses and stuff. And it's just like back in the day, you could post somebody business and they can blow up. Mm. Now you got to post that person 10 times for them to even get a hundred followers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's what hard. the fuck it's, is it's, going yeah, on? It, it's not like that. Yeah, so I just, I'd rather just work, you know, and, and I'd rather, like, I've always been the type of person, like, I'd rather show you better than I could tell you. Like, even being young, I remember in Delaware, like, I would be, like, about to catch the bus to go to work to do whatever I was doing, maybe if it was hair or journeys or whatever. And I remember, like, women, like, oh, you do hair? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'd be like, how old are you? I'd be like, 16. They'd be like, child, my nephew do it. Like, and they would be like, bitch. You don't even know, nigga. Yeah, like, you really don't know. Like, bitch, I will slay the fuck out your hair. Like, but I've always been the type of person, like, I'd rather show you than I can tell you. So we back and forth, like we said, right? We're going to music, hair, all this, right? Mm-hmm. Question, why do so many ladies... um? Cause I just interviewed two girls. They got something called Beyond the Cheer podcast. Shout out to them, dope. But it's like everybody that gets in that position, it's like they get to a point where they super lit, and they like I ain't doing it no more. Like why? It's like you just it's, it's so much. It like oh my god. Let me tell you, as a hairstylist, like once I moved to Atlanta, life started to hit me as far as like social media, as far as like clout chasers. Um, at one point I was known as the biggest scammer. At one point I was known you was as finessing a, too? I wasn't fucking finessing. Oh, all right. So how did you know, know you that then? No, I, I promise you. Like oh, I'm right, I'm right. I'm literally a natural giver. Yeah, I okay. promise you this. Like I never have had to finesse. You know, it, it might have been. If you did, it's okay. Just no, tell I, me off I, camera. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Right. I used to charge like four or five hundred dollars for installs. I ain't had to finesse for nothing. Okay. My bad, my bad. No, no that's all right. <laughs> but um, like, let's just say, like, I remember on my 19th birthday, I did a hair sale. And I was selling hair. And I remember in three hours, I had made, like, twenty $27,000, right? Damn. And the platform who was accepting the payments, they locked my money up for months. And they weren't really telling me, like, oh, well, we'll release it this day or whatever. So I remember, like, not really knowing what to do with people's orders. And I don't know if people thought I was going to spend my own money to, you know, order the hair and ship it to them and then have, you know, basically make a long story short, being so young, like I, I didn't really have the guidance, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and, you know, for a while I was being looked at as a scammer or people would come to the salon and like try to pick with me knowing I'm a snap out. And I don't know. I just, a, a lot of that type of stuff, it just really, like, I feel like my peace means more than anything. So as a hairstylist, when you have to deal with these things, it's just like, fuck no. Damn. Yeah, like because like on the outside, I would see like yo, like when, like I got some, we got somebody from Baltimore that's super lit at doing hair. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember like when she was like she had said she was quitting in the chair. And I'm like, what the fuck? You just got yeah. super lit. And I was just like, I don't understand it. And I hear these girls that I had on the podcast. They like beyond the chair, and it's like, bro, like you hear that so often from hairstylists, and right. like, they just trying to get past that. Yeah. But, um. I mean, but I I never the goal was to never be 
behind a chair for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the hell? I started when I was 15. So it was only a, a you know, amount of time that, like, the goal is to be rich. I'm talking rich, rich. So it's only but so rich you can get behind a chair. Like, you know? Now, you got, you, you said you was, like, worth a couple mil. Did you ever see a million, like, I did. All together? Yes. Damn. Yeah, fire. I did. Because, I, like, I mean, you know. Get, and get, when I get signed, I'm going to definitely see more millions. You trying to get signed? Yeah, I'm trying to get signed. So I'm tired what? of spending I, my I, own money. I don't want to spend my own money. You want to spend your money. I don't want to spend my own money. It's just a loan. But as a label, when you get signed to a label, they can do so much for you. They can get you all types of endorsements and brand deals. And you're here. You're there. You're on this billboard. You're there. You have this feature with this art. Like, I'd rather be signed. Yeah, I feel you. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm a guy. Just think that, about that, it. That if, if, if if I'm signed and I still have everything I'm I have going on, like with my vendors list and you know selling hair or whatever, I would be like, a okay. I mean, yes. I mean, I think you a okay now. Like no, but I would be a a a okay. Yeah. Yo, question. Do you do uh therapy at all? No. You never did therapy. Mm-mm. I just feel like that's bullshit. How you just? How was it bullshit? First of all, cause like I remember I had this girl working for me, right? Like therapists, they be like, they be trying to like diagnose you with shit, right? So I remember I had this girl and she had a therapist. She was my assistant and she used to have a therapist, right? And she used to act a little white sometimes. Her name was <laughs> Kayla, and um, we would be like working and shit. And like, let's say if I yell at her, she would be like. God, I have to take my depressant medicine. And I just remember one day I turned around, I was like, bitch. Like that, all that shit is fake as fuck. Like you don't even need no medicine, bitch. Like stop playing with me, right? So I remember she just stopped taking the medicine and everything was still fine. Like, and I just feel like there, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's all a waste of money. Like I could talk to my boyfriend or my mom or somebody, you know, who ain't going to judge me. Interesting. Because therapists be being messy too. You think so? They be going home telling their kids, hell yeah. See, if I, I was a therapist, I would. That's because you ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, because you ain't shit no being your therapist. Yeah, I, I would be like, yeah, it was this girl today. She was telling me all these men. Like, I, you know, I, that's just what I would do. Let me tell you about this bitch, man. What's mm-hmm. her name? Alicia. Like, let's be real. You don't you don't think therapists go home and tell their family, like, what's, like you would not believe this one bitch who came up here. Like, you don't, you don't, you don't think so? I, I mean... I don't know, so I, I started therapy and it was really good for me. Mm. Because I was an angry little nigga. Like, I was an angry motherfucker. Oh, you think I'm angry? No, I, I never said that. <laughs> oh my God, I think it's this Bel Air Rose. It's crazy. <laughs> nigga said, you think I'm angry? Where the fuck did that come from? No, I was saying, I was angry. Mm. I started doing therapy. And I, you know, like mm-hmm. I was, and you just said like you used to be wilding and now I hear a different but side I, of I you. But I feel like it's, so it's just you growth. It's, it's like, I'm 25 now. You still young as shit. I'm young, but I'm like so mature. I'm like the mom, like out of all my friends that come around. Sometimes they be like, "Whoa, hold on! I'm not looking for a dad or a mom. I'm looking for a friend." You, you so know? It, I, it, I swear. It, I feel like at 25, uh, everybody was like that. Like, man, I'm just so grown out. Like, I'm just no. Over I it. really like, like and I, I, I've been, I've been holding my own weight since I've been like once I turned 18 and I walked across that graduation stage. Two years later, I mean, two months later, I moved to Atlanta and I've been on my own ever since. No, I'm not taking away from that. I'm no, I'm, I'm just seeing more that. so. Like, I, I, I forced myself to be an adult. Mm. When I was 16, I would get into it with my mom. I'd be like, Mom, I can't wait until I'm 18. <laughs> and I, I definitely did what I had to do. So what, what we got coming up, man? You got this. Um, I seen a freestyle you did. What amp? That was dope. Um, how are you like preparing to drop some more music? Because you got. So I'm music. about to drop a mixtape. What's the name? Like of the an actual mixtape. 
So it's it's a couple of names you want we're choosing from, but um either gorgeous gangsta. Mm-hmm. You might get a little gorgeous gangsta volume one. You might even get a volume two, or rap puzzle. You know that kind of correlates the hair and the music. Um, but it's gonna be like an old type of mixtape, like not an EP just yet, but a mixtape. Like I'm gonna be freestyling on a whole bunch of beats and stuff mm. and you know like kind of how like nikki used to do her playtime is over and beam me up scotty that's kind of what we're gonna do and we're trying to do that by the month of pride um june or yeah like mid-june so yeah I, I um i was looking at the itunes and you said you never dropped the project but there's like a few projects on here there's no Art. project singles so, okay so they all singles mm-hmm. but it, it was under albums i guess but it was just singles mm-hmm. damn you, you you prepared for what's about to happen next for this music shit? Yeah. Do you are you planning on reaching out to to anybody? Because you still want to get features and you got relationships with people, so you don't yeah. have to get endorsed, but you can. It's work. Um. Yes. I, but I want to get to the point where like people are like, "Yo, put me on that track, Cliff." Mm. I don't want to hunt nobody down. I don't because you know I know how that feels. Like I know when people used to have to hunt me down. It's not a good feeling. Mm. I want people to come to me like, bitch, let me get on one of your songs because you was a little lit bitch and you coming up. You know, that's how I want to be. So I don't. So you wouldn't reach out to uh, a, um, a Jocelyn or like a Cardi? Do you still have those relationships? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't reach out and be like, yo, like. um, Come on. Yeah. Come but on. I just feel like I said, I love being self-made. I respect it. I do. I respect it. But if a nigga got Cardi B in his pocket, call Cardi B. Like, yo, keep getting on his song. But I just feel like that's so unprofessional because I used to be her hairstylist. Okay. I'm not trying to call her about no music. Cardi, when I did her up freestyle, she commented and she was like, so dope. I'm so proud mm. of you, Cliff. Because she, she seen when I first started trying to rap. Um, Right now, I just want to prove myself. Okay. I, I just, I, I feel like still I haven't proved, proven myself as an artist yet. Once I prove myself, I feel like it'll be like this. Like it'll be, and that's respectable. What's commendable? Yeah. Like you can't, you really can't. I might joke about it. You can't be mad at that. Yeah. Um. How do you? Just curious. How do you feel about um? Because you was with Jocelyn before she like kind of like blew up as the no, artist. No, she was already. She was like lit, but she ain't make. She was making music, but she wasn't. She wasn't the do it like it's my B day. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Well, I ain't gonna lie. When I used to work with Jocelyn. Jocelyn used to want that shit so bad and mm. I feel like she deserves whatever she has going on. I feel like she really deserves it. I remember going to the studio with her and I used to see so much potential in her just being some type of like Latino superstar. Um just because I feel like she has star power. Like Jocelyn can really actually dance. You might like think I'm joking, but she knows how to dance and you know, I just used to see like a star power in her. Like I used to, I really feel like in the Latino world Jocelyn could really be like a Beyonce over there. Mm. And 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 it's just like she has the sex appeal. She has like the look. She's a beautiful woman. And I'm just so happy that she's finally getting what she has worked hard for. Mm. No, I, I, I commend that. I fuck with it. I, I, somebody had asked me about how I feel about the song. And I, I was like, I don't really care for it, but I respect the fact that. Like, I mean, you got to remember that shit is stuck in your head every time you yeah, hear it. Yeah, but she, I love the, the grind though. Like, yeah. she, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of Cardi B. Like, when, like, she kept, she was on Love and Hip Hop, I think. I don't know if that was it. Was yeah. That it? And she was saying she wanted to be rapping nigga, niggas. DJ Self kind of like put her to the side. I know he feels stupid that's, that's about that. But look, that's what people are doing with me, <laughs> yeah. right? It's okay though. So The you, underdog always comes out on top. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. Yeah. It's going to be dope. 
I fuck with it, man. I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate you pulling up. No problem. Um, man. when can when are you dropping the mix? Are you got a date yet or? Uh oh. <laughs> you know, niggas get quiet. Niggas look to. The... Soon. Some Yo, how was the? Uh, I appreciate it. How was the team going though? Um, like it's going good. We kind of just started working like last week, but within the last week, we kind of been on it. Mm. It's about to be pride. Like we can't be playing around. So. One of y'all, um, like, what's some of the things that you're saying that's, like, super different or that you can really see? Just, like, staying on top of me and having structure. Because I feel like I'm the type of person, let's say if I'm teaching somebody a one-on-one class or if I have, like, I have surgery next week. If it was up to me, I would just be resting. But I, mm. I know for a fact, like, they'll be behind the scenes still working, kind of trying to get everything together. That way, when I come back, it's just, like, work, 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 work. Pride, pride, okay, performance here, do this, do that. Like, we, you know, the grind doesn't stop. So, And I feel like that's what I needed for so many years with my mm. music. Just somebody to put, like, that extra push. Yeah. Do you, so are you, so, because I, I see your gram, and I don't really see a lot. I still see hair and stuff. Like, are you done with it, or? I'm, like, done with it. I'm, like, trying to uh, exit. Like, I'm I'm trying to teach the girls okay. my craft so they can stop running around here with these thin sewings and stuff, and they can, you know, get their little raggly lace frontals and stuff together. That's what I'm trying to do, but if they don't take advantage of it, then. What is hard? Like, why you say you trying, is it? Just people just be feeling like they made it already. Mm. So you think it's harder to try to do the classes than do No, somebody? it ain't harder. Nigga, I'm what is saying, it then? Tell me. I'm asking you. You said it is because they feel like they made it. No, wait. I feel like I'm drinking too much. Hold on. You said what? <laughs> I'll fuck with it. Niggas probably never seen this clip ever. Like, <laughs> nigga, this is probably the dopest shit. So I'm asking. Because you like, you're trying to get the girls to get their own shit popping for mm-hmm. them. So then what is thin ass so, yeah. so-ins, whatever it is, yeah. right? I'm Niggas just trying to show them how to, like, literally have that finished polished look and if you're if you feel like you're a stylist and you can't grow from me the fucking goat like the og goat then that's on you so i'm and i'm asking is do you think it's hard to get those i'm not persuading nobody to take a class with me it's either mm-hmm. you gonna do it or how you, is it going though it's going really good okay all right I mean, but you know how many hairstylists it is out there it's a lot, nigga. You came from you came to Atlanta, like. But do you think it was it, it helped your um career? I think, of course, it, Atlanta's lit. Yeah. Talk to me about you see you see people make these funny jokes about you going to Atlanta to chase your dream, and they joke about it. Mm-hmm. Talk to me like it's really like that though. I, I mean, I feel like it has to be in you. Mm. Like you have to be a grinder, a hustler. If you're not that, it ain't gonna work. Mm, okay. Well, no, I appreciate you uh for pulling up. Um, no make problem. sure you keep me updated with the uh. I will with the with the music the and shit. Tape. And. Thanks for taking a drink with me because you, you was like, no problem, man. I'm, I'm fucked up. You ain't not even <laughs> fucked up, man. Yes, I am. It's Cliff Vermeer, right? Yeah. Cliff Vermeer, everybody. Mr. J Hill. It's a wrap. Period. Ah.